0: The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time. pretty good right up until the very end. Ooh, the Lou Fact Podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> nah. Yeah, well, you know, today is supposed to be the lead up to one of the hottest days of the week here in Southern California and it's like, uh, what, 60 degrees? Dude, it's like, it's June gloom, but we're like two months ahead. It's not even June gloom. But
1: anyway, so. This is the June gloom. Uh, okay. We're not even in May yet. That's what I'm saying. That with us, two it's two months ahead. It's only
0: like five weeks.
1: We're still in April.
0: Yeah, it's like a. There's like there's like four days of April left. I say like entirely too much. Like okay. I blame living here. Oh yes. So, I thought of something kind of interesting the other day. Well, the other week. <laughs> Harken back to my days in college. But it seems that when you hit a certain age, you kind of are dis- dissatisfied with a lot of stuff, especially members of your family and how out of touch they are, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remembered, I remembered my time in college, and I remembered a lot of people complaining about, you know, folks, maybe their folks or certain relatives or whatnot. Were they were college kids? Yeah. And I remember this. I remember this line just being bandied around, you know, well, you know, they say you can't choose your family as if to make it sound like, you know, that they're there, you can, you know, you can overcome whatever, you know? Okay. Right. I mean, haven't your friends said said that to you when you were a young adult or a late teen or? I don't ever remember anyone saying that
1: particular thing.
0: Well, that was... That was something that got thrown around a lot when I was in college by various folks. And funny
1: enough, I don't remember my friends hopping on about their families too much.
0: What happened here? Okay. And, uh, well, it happened among a lot of the folks that I was hanging... I don't even want to say hanging out with because for a whole other reason. Yeah, well, anyway. So, just a lot of time, you know, people are dissatisfied with their families. And and even here now, you know, people talk about how, like... um, how especially the younger kids will sit there and essentially disavow their own families for whatever reason. Which is weird. That's a pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) So it made me think, especially along the lines of you can't choose your family and all that stuff, that people kind of say to make themselves feel better, like, oh yeah, so your family's a bunch of jerks or whatever. Uh What makes you think they like you? Right? I mean... (laughs) interesting
1: well you not know, that's not the th- what that's interesting i'm just thinking about my own griping about my own parents people <laughs> right you know people people say that like i would always complain yeah yeah that, about, like various there's various things with mom and my dad they're very different
0: right right but that, that's my yeah. point right so like when you're like uh late adolescence early adulthood or Whatever, and you're talking about how your parents are assholes, or your 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 certain relatives, or something. And amidst all this righteous indignation, it never it, the thought never dawns that maybe your parents are sitting there going, "God, what a fucking douchebag my kid is." Right.
1: <laughs> and then when the kid's like, "I disavow you," is there ever a parent that's like,
0: "Good, fine, well," I think not because of the of the parent child relationship. Yeah. But
1: you'd have to be a hard ass as a parent to say, fine. When, I mean, you'd have to be. You'd have to
0: be almost psychotic, I think. As the mature person, as the mature person in this, uh, in that relationship, as the person that is, uh, expected by society and many laws. Yeah. To. Well,
1: that, actually, that makes me think about kids who are addicts too. Cause like a parental, one parent or another or a family member will sit there and like, Support an addict through just the, the worst shit that you can think imaginable, and they'll still,
0: you know, they'll still try and help them. Well, that's like the that's the parental bond, right? But at the same time, that that thought popped into my head. Like, what makes you think that your parents are like, or whatever relative, that you're thinking is so out of touch and so stupid <clears throat> and whatever? What makes you think that parents are there going? Well, you know, this little bundle of pride and joy is just like the the perfect exemplar of humanity there is and you know
1: but that's kind of I don't know like well, I feel like every well maybe you're different when you're younger but every every friend that I, every other friend that I can think of we're, we're all pretty um, self-involved and enamored with ourselves I think that's just everybody there's no but when you're a kid is it's more prevalent when you're younger though right
0: well yeah because there are there should be well, there are s- certain people that just, you know, either they just remember you when you were a cute-ass toddler or a baby or whatever, and that, that feeling of that vision just, you know, doesn't change even though you do. Of course, I'm like, I was a good kid. Most kids are, but most kids are also stupid.
1: Well, that's another thing that, that I find weird now is, is now, like, they're like, oh, oh, you know, we should let the kids have their say and whatever, and I'm like, yeah, but most kids don't have a clue. Well, so why would, why would you let the kids dictate what's going to happen when they don't have a freaking clue about anything?
0: And also, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that people talk about or say or or, or you know the points of view that they have have a um, there's a very large assumption that goes in on everything. For example, there are people that sit there and say, you know, I I don't want to just do whatever my parents say because you know it's got to make sense to me or whatever, you know excuse me <clears throat> Um, just all you know all these all these thoughts about how some other person is in the wrong mm-hmm. the very big assumption is that you're in the right right and that that needs to be established first people don't want to do it but but again that's operating off an assumption that people will be logical or think logically or whatever but Whenever someone's they're saying, well, this, is, this has to be done, there's, there's a very large assumption. And that is, well, my point of view is correct. And I don't know that that's ever really established at the very beginning. So do you ever have a feeling of
1: being hard done by, by your parents? Though, Did, Were you ever like angry at them? In what
0: sense? Of course, I mean.
1: Just stuff that they The way that they treated you The way that they did things Were you like At a point when you were younger Where you were just Like it made you angry
0: Not for that I mean, I've mean, been angry at my parents But who What kid hasn't been
1: mm. Well I feel like I was angry at my parents A lot when I was younger
0: That seems to be natural
1: though Like I used to give my dad A really hard time And I, I don't know If that was fear Or not You know I certainly wasn't sitting around thinking, well, you know, you're part of the, you're part of the equation, you know, it was always like, uh, he's doing this, he's doing that or my mom, she's doing this, she's doing that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, um,
0: right. Nothing, nothing, nothing in my, in my analysis here is, is like, well, yeah, you were right or you were wrong. It's just no one ever sits there to think like, well, am I right? That's just assume. I think that's just people in general. It is. I don't know
1: that it's restricted <clears throat> to kids. You just always have the mentality that you're right and that other people are stupid and wrong. At least
0: speaking for myself. And again, I'm not saying that that's an incorrect assumption. I'm just saying, shouldn't we first make sure that assumption's correct? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What made you think of this? I don't remember. Well, actually, pretty much all the arguments about stuff going on lately. Okay. And that was, that was kind of the first thing. I mean, I tend not to follow other people's advice, mostly because in my lifetime. It never works out. When I do it, just kind of like someone's like, well, maybe you should do this. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It don't work. For me, it didn't. And so, now, that may not have been incorrect advice. It just didn't happen to work for me. Yeah. So, instead of sitting there saying, you're dumb, I basically say... Okay. Yeah. And then done to do it. Uh, yeah. Just because it's easier, right? Easier for prevention of arguments. Yeah, or just... Yeah.
1: Because it's not like anyone's going to give you advice and then follow through and say, well, did you follow my advice? Some people. Oh, well, and if they did, then you would say, what, I tried it and it didn't work out? I have. Yeah. And
0: the various... Or I didn't ask you to give me advice? Well, I don't... I only well, I don't know, I don't I only kinda of say that uh, in in terms of when um it's just one of those things where uh if it's if it's like a more equal relationship, like with friends and stuff, and they say, mm-hmm. Well, did you try that? I'm like, Yeah, it didn't work then the response is a uh, okay. Or well, maybe you haven't done it right or maybe you haven't done enough. Oh or but that's the worst. Why? Maybe you not doing things right?
1: That's potentially true. But I, I, I just remember a family member saying that to me at one point, and it really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh! Uh, well, you know, it's like, maybe things aren't working out because you're not, you know, you're not doing it right. You're not doing things right. It's very possible. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's like really... Yeah, it's grating. It's very, it's, well, it's very not annoying. not just the grating thing. It's just like, it's... Like, to me, it's not... Particularly productive, uh, not a particularly productive thing to say to somebody.
0: Well, it's unhelpful because it's
1: like, well, are you, are you doing? Are you doing everything right? And 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 if things, when when things aren't working out for you and you're having a hard time, if I sat there and gave you that same advice, like, would you be like, oh, thank you so much for this this like, thank
0: you for this advice? Well, for a lot of people, well, here, here's the thing. Uh, for me, in certain in many situations. The reason why I don't tend to follow the path or the, the route that folks say should happen is because I have learned that life is not like arithmetics, and it could just, it, it could just be because of I- empirical examples, right? I mean, you're supposed to what? Find some sort of employment... The, the or what's what's the big thing nowadays people are like you know the best way to success is to get married, have children because the evidence or the evidence that they state is that people tend to do better. you tend to make more money, you tend to have um, more security, right children who have two biological parents tend to do better in life than people with, like, in single-parent households or adopted kids or whatever, okay, that's true, but again, life is not like arithmetics, so it's not that every child of two biological parents does, you know, hits a certain benchmark as opposed to, you know, people who only have a single parent. Yeah. There are tons of there it seems like just about every sports figure. A lot um, of them. A lot of them, or a lot of entertainers have lots of They come from a broken home. Well, I have lots of, of economic success. And it seems that they didn't you know, a lot of a lot of people a lot of people grown up in single households. For whatever reason, that's what's happening every one of them aren't like you know crack whores right some are maybe most are I don't know I haven't I haven't gone out and tried to try to do the uh, the analysis but that's that's my point when I say life isn't math it's not like all these people that do the steps have this shiny glowing life or what is supposed to be a shiny glowing life right so with the
1: artist it's like I always feel like with the artist you have to have a little bit of I've always felt like you have to have a little bit of something. To be you know, to be a, a good actor or a good musician, it, it just seems like a lot of them have come from maybe things not being so great.
0: And yeah. and a lot of artists they're I, I guess they're still still it's still that way, but there's a there's a pathway to economic success that Exists currently, you know. I mean, because, because, like, if you're in movies, because of the end of the studio system, now, now most of the focus has gone on the performers and they dictate a lot of things and they get they can make significant amounts of money, right? Now, there will come a time where that profession, if you will, mm-hmm.
1: does not. Oh, I think I think we're already at that point. Like the the days of the days of there being like a handful of like of uh, a list talent that could just kind of demand the world. I think that's kind of over.
0: I mean, because if you think about it, like acting troops, or vaudeville performers, you know, you go back a hundred so or so years, they were broke. they a lot of them still are broke. You know, I mean, back. If being a, being an actor, a stage performer was, you know, foreboding. Right. Or, uh, what's, what's, uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, like, you know, like joining the circus. Mm hmm. There's no, there's no established person <coughs> back when the circuses were a big deal. Right. Right. There's, there's no freaking way that a Rockefeller would be like, you know, I'm gonna join the circus.
1: His family would be like, "Okay, you're disowned."
0: I forgot where I was gonna go with that. Shit. But no, nah, but that's 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 the that's the one weird thought that I had on that one. And if we're gonna continue on with weird thoughts,
1: that's as well.
0: That whole thing about toxic masculinity. <laughs> We've talked about it a lot, right? Yeah. But here's a very simple statement that I came up with about toxic masculinity. You know what toxic masculinity is? Uh, no. My definition of toxic masculinity is not being masculine. End of story. Not the bad examples of what it is to be of uh, being man. This is what makes it toxic. So you're either like masculine good
1: or you're not behaving in a masculine fashion and it's toxic yeah so there's no there's no actual masculine behavior that's toxic is there feminine behavior that's toxic well, yeah says who says
0: me says men <laughs> but we don't use the expression toxic femininity so who's the people talking about toxic masculinity not Fib- men not men so you're picking certain behaviors that you think are just not good, right? And saying, "Well, that's just toxic masculinity." I'm like, "What? The, eh? It's
1: so like what? The, are, what is the definition of toxic? Is it like? Is it like when you? It's like mansplaining.
0: What they talk about mansplaining? You know, I don't even care what the definition of toxic masculinity is because I don't know that toxic masculinity is a thing. Because
1: when I think of toxic masculinity, I think of mansplaining and mansplaining is another thing where they're like, oh, that's when like a man explains something to a woman like she doesn't know about it. What if she doesn't know about it? Well,
0: then it's just explaining something. Well, no, but even if, but, but it's, it's, it's like those argumentative stuff, the form, the form of argumentation that is very popular now in that when you say something, you don't sit there and go, I disagree with that point of view. And this is why they go, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're a toxic man. <laughs> and now, don't get me wrong. I can be just as wrong about something as somebody else can. So you haven't
1: actually looked up a definition of toxic
0: masculinity because it's... I don't want to. Because you're saying it's not a real thing. I don't know if it is or it isn't. isn't. All I know is that when someone throws that out at me, uh-huh. it's usually not a man. And it's usually someone that doesn't like the way you behave. Right. So... My point of view on that is, is whatever's is good for the goose, is it good for the gander? So if I don't like the way a woman is, is, is behaving, I can just call her a toxic female. Mm. That's not going to go very well. Well, I don't, I don't see why the first thing should go very well. I don't see well, why it shouldn't. I don't see why you could, you should start saying something and have someone have some, have someone, uh, attack you. Personally or whatever. Is it like for being a man? And then all of a sudden... Well, I, I'm not even just talking about that term. Toxic masculinity or masculinity. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a step back. And like, if you explain something... Like, if you sit there and say you don't like something about about what a, a certain person is doing, perhaps a woman. All of a sudden, you're turned into a misogynist. Right. Or if you don't like something that's, that someone in the black community is doing, all of a sudden, you're a racist. Right. To me... There's a distinction
1: between being a racist and and having an opinion about something.
0: Not necessarily, but I'm not I'm not discounting the fa- I'm not discounting for the fact that it could be true, right? If I if I'm sitting there harping about harping on about you know, female women this women that yeah maybe I'm a misogynist. You could be. I could be. Yep. But it hasn't been established, right? There should
1: be some some critical analysis and assessment of whether or not you're a
0: misogynist or not. I think so, but it's much easier to call someone a name and get them, get them all on their back, back heel, you know, just put them on their heels and be like, eh?
1: Now, if you're not being a misogynist and someone accuses you of being misogynist, if you then sit there and like, cause the first thing people do is like apologize. Right. In that scenario. Well, and it seems like that's at that point you're,
0: you know, you're done well i haven't been called a name misogynist actually i have i'm just like how's that how's that misogynist how am i being misogynistic and then you know invariably i'm going off of like uh years something years ago invariably the answer is oh because and the 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 answer is not very fulfilling from what i gather it's basically you don't you just don't like women Or you just don't like, or you just don't like black people or you just don't like, you know, homosexuals or whatever. Okay. Not that I've been called any of these these things. Right. Um, I've actually never been called a misogynist, but I've had people sit there and say, oh, you just want women barefoot and pregnant. I'm like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't help my life. But, you know, cards on the table. I don't hang out with enough. I've got very few friends. I don't know that many people so this is why I was telling you that of the two of us you have a much higher chance of having social and economic and social and professional success than I do mostly because and the reason is mostly because the the herd the herd mentality the want to get along the want to the, the desire to be part of the greater society I don't seem to have as much of As many other people. Well, as much of as, hell, shit, almost all the people that I know. Most people have a desire to get along. I do too, but I don't have a desire to get along to the point where I'm going to, like, you know... I don't care to be as... I don't really care to be as a a part of the group as much as others seem to. Well, you're also okay with,
1: like... Like I don't like a scenario where I feel like the other person's uncomfortable, or I'm making them uncomfortable. In what sense? I don't want other people. You're making me. You're making me sound like some kind of jerk. Well, no, but you're quite happy. Like if somebody's like being a jerk, you're quite happy to be a jerk back to them, and have that person sit there and be uncomfortable at it because I'm like, you're like, you're being a jerk, and you're like, show it to them or demonstrate it to them by basically behaving the same way that they're behaving.
0: You know, most and, people, and, and,
1: most people don't get it. But you got to be willing to do that,
0: and well, just kind of like let it be like that. And well, my my golden rule for life is to treat other people the way they treat me.
1: Yeah, That's and true. like I like that, but I have a lot of difficulty. You doing. like the idea of that? I like the idea of it. Yeah. Um, but 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 the actual reality of doing it is that it's actually kind of it's a tough thing to do.
0: Well, it's very off putting. And if someone is in a position of power over you, then you'll get bullied or you'll get you fired, know, whatever. Right. Lots of lots more negative consequences than they can do to you than you can do to them. Right.
1: But you're. But that's kind of the weird thing about you is that
0: I don't think that's a good thing. It's not a good thing in a society.
1: It, yeah, but if someone's being a fucking jerk, maybe it is a good thing.
0: In that it's not you doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: no, maybe it's a good thing if more people
0: did it. Like things would be a little bit better. Maybe, maybe not. But you know, because uh, otherwise you just got a bunch of people just
1: lording it over other people and basically being cunts. But I you know, like bosses. Yeah, but over. but
0: but like in a society, there, you know, there's 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 the thing. Like the like um, I'm I'm trying to make a point. I don't think I'm going to do it very eloquently. But What's that's yeah. <laughs> that's funny, but there's the, there's the thing, right? I mean, there's there's being part of the herd. That's 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 a that's a pretty big entryway into success, if you will. Yeah, but at what cost? Well, what's the cost of not having the success? Yeah, but it,
1: it's it's kind of like now it's expected like, like not only are you supposed to be part of the herd but you're supposed to sit there and go along with things that are insane. That's okay. That make no sense that are contrary to fucking you know well, that's, reality. That's a power trip and you're supposed to like what is it like the virtue virtue signaling thing you're supposed to like signal that you're that you're you're, you're all in on the stuff that's <clears throat> just kind of like bad. Well, Not kind of like bad. Is bad.
0: But the choice is do that and be a part of the system or don't do it and be a pariah. And But the system's... All societies are geared towards not being a pariah. But the system's kind of corrupted and bad, though. Sure. And, you know, someone else needs to fix it. Well, I think it starts with you. Well, that's what you tell people hoping that someone else will start it. It ain't going to be me. Well, I mean, I remember... I remember. Yeah, someone should say
1: something about this. I remember... But it ain't going to be me.
0: Right, I remember... That just
1: reminds me of my flatmates. When I used to live with my flatmates. Yeah. They would, they, would, they would... I would come home after a hard day at law school. haha, And um, they would all be sitting around and being like, oh, we need to talk to the landlord about like, like this stuff's really bad, that's really bad, that's pretty bad. And they were like, we've taken a vote, Matt, and it sh- we think it should be you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I'll be like, why is it going to be me? And then, of course, guess who would, it would be? They had to go have the discussion with the landlord. Me. But that's the sucker.
0: I don't know if ne- that necessarily is
1: the sucker. Well, I'm, I am I would never say no in that scenario because I'd be like, okay, well, someone's going to do it and nobody else wants to do it, so I'll do it.
0: And what happens if nothing happened? They would just harp on at me about it. <laughs> but... If- Right, and if you went and tried to solve this this situation and nothing happened, they'd just still complain to you? Uh, well, that never happened. We actually kind of, like, we took our landlord to
1: court and my father showed up and, like, things worked out well for us.
0: Well, yeah, but that's because you're a very well-connected
1: person. Not that well-connected. Didn't you tell me your uncle's a Supreme Court judge? He's, like, the U.S. equivalent of a Supreme Court judge, yes.
0: So...
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not connected. That's just like my family, right? But like and yeah, and my father's my father's
0: very prominent too. But again, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's not like it's not like you're an orphan, or you know, your parents owned a uh, a churro shop. So
1: there was a moment because like our landlord was this. He was this really shonky like ex lawyer, mm-hmm. and he, he we, we were living in this, basically it was illegally converted tenements, right and uh it w- it was a pretty good moment when my father showed up in court and and they were the, and the uh, the mediator or the judge or whatever was like uh can you uh you know can you tell us all about yourself? and then my father like rattles off his
0: credentials mm.
1: <laughs> and then and then he just started talking about the conditions and right. and and the landlord was just like, oh, oh. you can see his head going. You can see right. him like, you know, just going into him,
0: because
1: cause he was like, oh, these kid, these kids aren't going to do shit,
0: right, right.
1: But then when my father showed up, he was like, oh, and we we got like, he had to like give us a whole bunch of money. We went and lived in this like basically this palatial house in the <laughs> suburbs for head. like
0: four or five months, and yeah, it was it was awesome. See, that's my point, right? I mean, to <laughs> to be part of the herd is safety, is privilege, if you will. To be out on a tent in the middle of freaking you know, downtown somewhere is to be a pariah. Yeah. And so no one really chooses to be a pariah unless they can't help it. Yeah. I forgot where it was
1: going. Now, speaking of pariahs, you know... I want to talk about the homelessness thing. I know we talk about it every other episode. We got a couple of minutes, so, so I, I have a really bad habit of when I see the homeless, I'm just like, oh god, right? Like I'm, just and, and like I have a very negative animus towards them because I'm like, get away from me. Mm. But I don't know that that's a good thing because, the homeless people are just being used they're just pawns right so it's kind of it's in my not, opinion it's not their fault right so i i shouldn't really have this negative animus or this like very aggressive attitude towards them because
0: it's really not their fault uh their existence the fact that they're homeless what yeah
1: just the way i treat them you know yeah you can you can treat be... them like they're like like i just ignore them you know and i'm like that's not good because there be, are humans. Yeah, they're human beings. You can be you know? compassionate. I mean
0: they don't people don't choose to be homeless. Right. But But a
1: lot of them have like the drug, you know, the fentanyl use, the drug use. Well that that's the reason.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. They've I, got the mental health issues. Like I'm like,
1: ugh, I don't even want to deal with them.
0: There are, you know? there are certain things in life that are incredibly hard to do. Failing out of college is one of them. I can't even think of anybody that. One friend. You have to. You have to put forth loads of effort. He did some pretty stupid shit to fail out of out of college. And when I say loads of effort, you have to, you have to conscientiously not go. You have to conscientiously not do the stuff. Right. Um, And even then. Yeah. So, but that that again, that's like that's like being homeless. I'm not saying that there aren't there aren't. Stories where just things kind of went awry, but there seems to be so
1: many. Dave, what do you mean? There's so many homeless people. Like I don't know. Like it's like where do they all come from?
0: I think I think that I personally think that NGOs bring them here. Well, I heard that other states do bus them to
1: California
0: now. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, that takes money. So there are there are there I I I think that that there are organizations whose whose reason for being is to "Quote unquote," help homeless people, and I think part of what they're doing, especially out here, is bringing them here. Well,
1: who's fucking like that? that those are the people that should be like. I'm like, if some if some governor from some other state is like, "Oh, I'm just going to send all these homeless to California," yeah,
0: I don't, I don't. That, think that, that,
1: that person should be. I don't.
0: I don't think it's that way. Out of office. I don't they think it's that going. way. I don't think it's that way uh, because, and I will. Uh, we will end with this. Um, Back in the '60s, when uh, when the when the when the, the government entitlements, I guess you will, like like welfare and all that stuff, was go, was was starting. Mm-hmm. There were people working for various nonprofits who were trying to sign up every single person that they could to get these benefits, and their their desire was to break the government. So that they, so that a change could then be forced upon society. Okay. And I don't care what anyone sits there and says, like, that's bullshit or whatever. But there are folks who want to create a fundamental change in society. And they believe that the way to do it is to break society or bankrupt it or whatnot. Not saying everybody, but you know, that is that is a thing, and that has to be acknowledged. Just like I acknowledge uh, one of my friends who works with a lot of medical professionals, and whenever I sit there and harp on the healthcare industry or medical professionals, and it all being a big boondoggle, you know, my friend says, "Well, you know, I work with tons of them, and really, they just want to help people." So yeah, I acknowledge that there are a lot of people like that too, but, right? You can't, you can't just say that everybody's good because most of the people we meet are good. This is true, but I come from a philosophical standpoint that says none of us are good. The best we can hope for is to try and, you know, do good things. So have no idea where it was going. But anytime someone calls you a name, I say you call them a name back. All right. And my, 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 uh, my go-to now is you're evil. I'm not going to call someone a Nazi or a fascist or a racist or whatever because I'm not, I'm not the one that throws the, the cast the first stone. Remember, I don't, I don't treat people a certain way. I treat others the way I'm treated. Uh huh. But my default position is to be cordial. But the second someone says something about my opinions or whatever, uh-huh. I have decided that I'm just going to call them evil. Unfortunately, I have not been able to field test this because, like I've told you before, I don't know many people. <laughs> and we will end with uh, we decided to take a to, to 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 get some air today, and I found it very odd that in uh in Santa Monica, yeah, we were in Santa Monica today, right. No one looked me at, not a single woman looked me in the eye. That's just really weird. Except for, except for a couple of uh, Latina... Nannies. Yeah. Who I thought were great. And I had the same
1: experience by virtue. I don't know if it was by virtue of being with you or what.
0: Maybe. My, 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 my cuntiness just like you were enveloped by my, 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 my uh, whatever. Oh, I think it, was, it wasn't your cuntiness. I just think it's
1: a bunch of very
0: unhappy, weird people. I don't know about unhappy or whatever, but it was just, it was very weird because, you know, 30 miles south of Santa Monica, where I live, Uh people are very friendly. I just think it's because everyone up here is miserable. Well, maybe they should uh, do something about that. Unless they like being miserable, if that's what it is. If they're, if, if you're, if you're happy with not being able to look a stranger, of not looking at strangers in the eye, okay. But I will say, when I first moved out here, um, many, many years ago, I always thought, I always thought it was very weird that, um, cause, you know, coming, the most recent place I moved out here to the West West was from the Midwest. Right. And people were very all friendly and, you know, they'll, you just nod or say hello or smile or whatever. Yeah, New Zealand's like that. You always, everyone, I do not know about now, but, but when we I agree each other. when I was first living in Santa Ana, out here in the OC, none of the none of the Latinos would 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 look me in the eye. It was really strange. And then someone told me it was a cultural thing, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And when I say yeah, okay, whatever, is just yeah, I didn't care. I just thought it was strange. But uh, okay, so thanks for uh, thanks for listening. And if if we seemed a little low key and and whatnot, it's because it's a uh, It's a cloudy day. Surely is. Thanks for listening. Take
1: it easy. Bye.